0: this is the benchwarmers trivia podcast we have assembled the world's finest sports and
1: trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports
0: hello everyone and welcome to the benchwarmers trivia podcast sports trivia for those of us who rode the pine. i'm your host josh and for today's game we have a battle of patreon assistant coaches uh, the teams today will be bench warmer Eric and Assistant Coach Josh North versus Benchwarmer Dan and Assistant Coach Michael Searles. FYI, Michael was our first Patreon supporter. Uh, welcome to the bench, Josh, and welcome back, Michael. Josh, why don't you take a minute to let us know where you're from, what teams you root for, and anything else you'd like to share.
2: Uh, yeah, my name's Josh North, as he said, I'm from the Seattle area, just about. Forty five minutes north. Um fan of all the Seattle teams, Seahawks, the terrible Mariners. Hoping to to enjoy the Kraken and finally learn some NHL knowledge because I'm terrible with hockey. But yep, that's me. You got the
3: right
4: teammate today. You're gonna be fine.
0: <laughs> that's good. And Michael, why don't you remind us about yourself?
4: Uh yeah uh, I'm on the opposite end of the spectrum when it comes to sports teams. I am a unfortunate Falcons fan, uh but then I'm also a Lakers fan, so I've had a tale of two uh fortunes, I guess you could say. <laughs> um yeah, I grew up in Alabama then moved out to California and I ended up in Iowa somehow. I don't don't know how that happened, but. Eric, how you
0: doing? And uh, let us know what your and Josh's team name is going to be.
1: So I, I'm in pain. I, um, somebody told me that, um, you know, stuff you did as a kid would catch up to you as you're older, and I never believed them. Um, but it's now like I have significant shoulder pain. I didn't do anything. It's just now all of a sudden hurts. Um, so that's fun. Um, but anyway, uh, Josh and I, he's a Seattle fan. I was kind of a Seattle
2: fan when they were in the
1: AFC um, I had a Rick Meyer Jersey growing up. I, one of my favorite quarterbacks coming out of college. Um, he it didn't work out, I guess, spoiler alert. Um, so our, our, team name today is going to be the law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren. All right. The law firm.
0: That's what I'll probably call you most, most of the game.
1: Personal injury attorneys, Meyer Galloway and Warren <laughs> ambulance chasers. Is that what yes. call you? All right. <laughs>
0: And Dan, how you doing? And let us know what your and Michael's team name is going to be.
3: Doing all right. Planted some flowers out in the front yard today. The wife decided she wanted flowers in the front yard and said, don't worry about it. I'll do it all myself, which is code for you're going to help me. <laughs> so we planted flowers today. And then I came back in and watched some ESPN 30 for 30. So nice. Hopefully you bring up something that I watched today. That would be outstanding. I'm guessing not. Um, so as Michael said earlier, he is a big Atlanta Falcons fan and you all know my fandom. So we're going to be, we're definitely going to blow this lead.
0: Mm-hmm. Going to blow. I think that's probably what you'll be called. Mm-hmm. For
1: most of the episode I don't today. think so. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I'm pretty sure that's not what you're going to call us. All right. Fine. Time. Fine. I will call you definitely going to blow. Uh. (laughs) no no sure
3: whatever you want josh this is your show man yeah (laughs) yep. we're just all living in it just do whatever you want we will be starting off with the tailgate to warm up the teams this will be followed by four quarters of play each with a different trivia style the styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show and i will explain them as we go along Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from the points they've accumulated to see who are today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right, let's get this game underway.
0: Today's episode has a theme for which you can thank or curse Patreon assistant coach Chris Shen. The theme is old school, as in the movie. Today's questions were either written by or inspired
1: by Chris. Thanks, Chris. Thanks, Chris. I'm not thanking anybody. It's time for the old school
0: tailgate, consisting of three warm-up questions worth 10 points each. Question one. What two New Jersey universities shared the college football national championship in 1869? The inaugural college football
1: season.
2: Did I mention I'm having internet issues? I did see it took a little while for you to connect.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Much rather be playing Pikmin than answering this question. Hey, let's be nice to Chris. <laughs> Just saying, this is, I'm not
0: Matt. <laughs> this might even be pre Matt. <sighs> what do you think? Can we check that in? Yeah, probably. We'll, we'll, we'll check in. All right, gonna blow this lead. It's checked in. Law firm, you guys can talk it out.
1: More questions like this, they're not blowing a lead. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, dude, Rutgers is one of the few, and if it's another Prince or another Ivy League school, it it would be Princeton. I mean, just based
2: on what you said, I don't know. Those are only two schools I can think of in New Jersey. I mean, Rutgers isn't Ivy League, but I know early football Ivy League was pretty good, so. If you want to go Rutgers and Princeton, I, I'd be comfortable with that.
1: Probably the only two New Jersey colleges I can name, so let's go. With All right, that. let's check it in.
0: All right, the law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren is checking in with Rutgers and Princeton. We're definitely going to blow this lead. What do you guys got? There's definitely other schools in, in New Jersey. I mean,
3: Seton Hall's in New Jersey. Fairly Dickinson's in New Jersey. But
0: uh, we also went with Princeton and Rutgers. Both teams will be getting points. The correct answers are Princeton and Rutgers. The 1869 season consisted of only two games between both between Rutgers and Princeton in a home and home series. Both games were won by the home team. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to question two, what university nicknamed the Webfoots at the time Won the first NCAA men's college basketball national championship in 1939 in the inaugural NCAA tournament.
1: We'll check in. All right, the law
0: firm has checked in. Going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out now.
4: He said the webfoots, right? He he said the webfoots. Yeah,
3: that that makes me that makes me think duck, and ducks is Oregon. So I mean, it's a guess, but. It's an educated one.
4: Yeah, we should just go ahead and uh, check it in. I think. Yeah, let's 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 go with let's go with Oregon. Yeah, sounds good.
0: All right, we're definitely gonna blow this lead. Is checked in with Oregon, law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. What do you guys got?
2: Well, when you said webfoot, it made me think duck. I had heard that Oregon won it. I'm pretty sure because I hate Oregon with a fiery passion, and it, it pissed me off retroactively. So we also went with the Oregon Ducks. Or it was just Oregon.
0: Law Furn has also checked in with Oregon. Both teams will be getting points. You properly surmised that the Webfoots eventually became the Ducks of Oregon. So in 1939, the NCAA basketball tournament involved eight schools. Uh, Oregon beat Ohio State in the finals. Was that the Ohio State, Josh? No, no, nope. They beat Ohio. I read it to you. I said <laughs> Oregon beat Ohio State in the final. I was just just
3: making sure. It's just you know for the differentiation purposes. It was just Ohio State. Did we ever come to a conclusion who started that? Was it? Uh, was it Robert Smith?
0: I heard that somewhere. I don't know if that's true or not.
3: I mean, it started as one of the um, introductions at the beginning of a game. Robert Smith, the Ohio State University.
0: I knew I didn't like that guy for a reason. You loved him. He was he was all right.
3: Come on, let's get to the third question already. Come
0: on. All right. Question three. <laughs> what university won the first NCAA women's college basketball tournament in nineteen eighty two? This school has had continued success since then, as they are one of only four women's college basketball teams to win a thousand games all time. A group that includes Yukon, Texas, and Tennessee. We'll check in. All right. We're definitely going to blow this lead is checked in law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren. You guys can talk it out. I'm sure you got lots to say.
2: (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Right now I think we're kind of down to a few teams. Baylor's been good recently. I know Stanford is usually pretty good. And then Eric has something that, that he's thinking of.
1: It's the, it's the wording of the question that's thrown me off is continued success. (sighs) I don't like that because I, I feel like they haven't been good. They were good in the beginning. So I'm, I'm thinking about, I know Louisiana tech, I believe won in the, in the early years of it. I don't know if it was the first one or not. Um, and I, I think they won a couple um, or at least were maybe one, one and lost in the finals. I just. I think continuous success means that they've, they were successful enough to roll up a thousand plus victories. Okay. All right. You know what? I, I Yeah. I don't think I want to overthink it. Let's. It popped in my head for a reason, and I hate, you know, going against what originally like my gut. But Baylor was in there too, but I feel like that was more more recent than in the beginning.
2: Okay, so you want to go Louisiana Tech? If you trust me
1: on it, yeah, let's go with it.
2: Yeah, I'm good. It's just ten points. We can do that, All right? Checking in Louisiana Tech.
0: Law firms checked in with Louisiana Tech, and definitely gonna blow this lead. What do you guys got?
3: So. Yeah, Michael, I I feel like I had heard something about this team early on, like they were pretty dominant, um, and that I was surprised that they were actually a school, because I'd never heard of them in anything else before I saw them in women's basketball, and that was like early on.
4: Yeah, well, I remember hearing from them when you told me,
3: and then Eric just said it right now, so... <laughs> So yeah, we, we also checked
0: in with Louisiana tech. Uh, All right. Everybody's getting their points for the, the tailgate today. Uh, The correct answer is Louisiana tech. The inaugural NCAA tournament included 32 teams and Louisiana tech beat Cheney in the finals. Dick. I don't think Dick. No. Uh, (laughs) Cheney university of Pennsylvania. It's a public, historically black university in Cheney, Pennsylvania. Oh. So it's not just a clever name. The CUP. After the tailgate and heading into the first, we have a tie ball game 30 to 30.
3: Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers swag. You can find us at patreon.com slash benchwarmersTP. Thanks.
0: Today's first quarter will be Mitchapalooza, Sporting Haikus.
3: Sporting Haikus. For this quarter, there will be five questions in haiku form. Each question is worth 20
0: points. Question one. Kansas State Wildcat was the fifth pick in the draft. Rookie of the year. Was everybody paying attention when I introduced the round?
4: Oh. Oh. no, I wasn't.
0: (laughs) 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 right. So this quarter is Mitchapalooza
1: sporting haikus. We can we can check in.
0: The law firm has checked in. We're definitely gonna blow this lead. What you got? You guys can talk it out.
3: All right. So I don't think it's fo- I I I've been racking my brain on football this whole time, and I don't think it's football anymore. I think it's basketball.
4: Yeah, I was I, I was um I was wondering if it was. I was first thinking basketball, and then I was like, oh, maybe it's football. <laughs> so, so you didn't come up with any. You,
3: you didn't come up with anybody when you were thinking basketball. So, um,
4: if if it's basketball and it's Mitch, it's Rich. right yeah that's got to be right I yeah that sounds that sounds good let's go with that okay check it in
0: Mitch Richmond all right we're definitely going to blow this lead is checked in with Mitch Richmond and law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren uh what do you guys got
1: only only uh Mitch I mean we heard Kansas State immediately uh Michael Beasley came to mind but I know he wasn't the rookie of the year I and mean, I think he was like number two or three draft pick, I, I believe. Um, I didn't pay attention um, in school or to the question. Um, but once you reread it or gave us that little hint, it's definitely Mitch Richmond.
0: Both teams getting points. The correct answer is Mitch Richmond. Uh, Richmond was elected to the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame in 2014. Question two A World Series game six. Mitch Williams was on the mound. He had walk-off hit.
1: If you're good with that, I, I like I said, I'm 99. ninety-nine. I'm good with okay. that. All right, we're gonna check in. All right, the law
0: firm's checked in. Uh, definitely gonna blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: What do you What do you think, Michael? Are you? Uh, how are you on your uh, World Series? Terrible. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, there have been a few famous walk-offs in in the world series mitch uh mitch williams was mitch wild thing williams um and i really really loved that team because they weren't really a baseball team um, more than just a uh, glorified softball team um the uh, 93 phillies and i really liked them i love john Cruck and darren dalton and and mitch richmond and yeah, I, I love that team, and uh, this guy broke my heart with the uh, the walk
4: off home run, you know, Joe Carter. Okay. Yep. That's exactly what I was thinking too. Actually, oh, yeah. That's. What I thought. I thought I might get you. <laughs> yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Yeah. You jogged my brain there.
0: Did you say Mitch Richmond was on? The <laughs> <list>?
3: <laughs> Mitch Wild thing Richmond.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're definitely gonna blow this lease, Checked in with Joe Carter and law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren. What do you guys got?
1: I have a still on VHS. I don't have a VCR to play it in anymore. Um, When I had my sports illustrated membership, they send you that year in review tape. And I have my 1993 tape still with that walk-off on there. Um, So it was Joe Carter. Both teams will be getting points. Carter is one of
0: two players to end a world series with a home run. The other being anybody can't remember. Bill Mazeroski. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Pirates. Yep. Question three. Ten-time champion. Played for Bullets and Lakers. Hornets GM now. I should know this right off the top of my head. Why
3: can't I?
4: Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait, what was the GM? Who, who, who's the GM for now? Hornets. Hornets, yeah.
3: That's why I should know this right off the top of my head, but I can't think of who that is. Oh,
4: oh, 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 I got it. I got it. That name sounds familiar. Yeah, let's do that. That's it. That's it. Yeah, we'll check it.
0: Going to blow this leads checked in. Law firm, you guys can talk it out.
1: Yeah, i I'm pretty sure Mitch Kupchak's with the Hornets now, um, and he was with the Lakers, and it would have got him close to
2: 10, right? I mean, it's... Yeah, once he said him, it would make sense. I, did, I just didn't... I don't remember him... Going anywhere after the Lakers, but I don't keep a close eye on the Hornets. They so. <laughs> don't have a spread, <laughs> spreadsheet of uh, NBA GMs where they're going. No, especially the <laughs> Hornets. You got to win a certain number of games before I pay attention. But yeah, I would be good. All right. Let's uh... checking in with Cupcheck.
0: Okay. Hey, the law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren's checked in with Mitch Kupchak. And we're definitely going to blow this
4: lead. What do you guys got? Well, I was um, slowly reminded that, oh, yeah, it's probably a Michigan. Hmm, it's like there's a theme to this category. Um, and he played for the Lakers. I've I've been told I'm a Laker fan, and I don't know. Yeah, it's definitely Mitch Kupchak.
0: Well, teams, once again, getting points. The answer is Mitch Kupchak. Uh, Kupchak won three championships as a player, one with the Bullets and two with the Lakers, and seven as an executive with the Lakers.
1: How many with the Hornets? Zero.
0: <laughs> <laughs> to date. I mean, he could win one at some point when somebody backlogs this episode. <laughs>
1: I think that's safe. Are you gonna look silly?
0: Don't hold your breath. Question four. Mitchell Trubisky, his first career touchdown throne. Caught by this tight end. Oh my gosh. Eric, you have this already, right? <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not even thinking about it. You can lock it in or check in, whatever. All right, we're gonna we're gonna check in.
0: All right, uh, law firm's checked in. So, gonna blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: So this would have been with what the the bears?
4: Yeah. It would probably be with the bears. Okay. Any any thoughts? I. I'm having a hard time coming up
3: with a Bears tight end from that time. Uh, yeah. Oh man. I honestly, I it's like this question was almost made for uh, for Eric.
4: I'm just gonna say some stupid stuff and maybe something sticks. I mean, last time I checked,
0: the the Bears are in the division with the Vikings. Just last time. I, I,
3: I know. So I'm trying to think back to then. I mean, it was um um who was the guy Bennett? martellus bennett you play
4: with them then probably how long has this guy been in the league now this this mitch guy bisky it's gotta
3: be coming like (laughs) six seven years right
4: oh man seems like he was just drafted yesterday (laughs) i don't know
3: maybe not have i ever have i ever mentioned on the show that um current nfl not my thing
4: (laughs) um yeah I, i mean i will admit a bennett ran through my head but i don't know if is it Martellus? I don't. I don't
3: know. He might be too early, judging by the look on the faces that I got when I said that uh, Trubisky's been in the league for th- seven years. All right. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> I'm not going to come up with a guess to this. So, if you've got one, go with it. If you don't, we uh, we bring in Ray Guy to try to pin him inside the ten.
4: Yeah, I don't know if it's. Um a tight end that we're supposed to know or just a guy that played there for a year and was never hit the field again. Um, yeah, I guess I, I would, I would probably go with Bennett. I, I mean, <laughs> it seems, it seems uh, I, I'm telling you Bennett's not right, but we can definitely go with him. Um, okay, my, my only other thought, did Jimmy Graham play for the bears? I know he's shuffled around. Did he ever play for Chicago? Sure. Oh, okay. That's that good.
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you once I stop playing fantasy football, and then moved down here. So I wasn't actually watching the Vikings every week. I
4: kind of lost the NFL. I can't even remember right now where Jimmy Graham plays. I know he still plays football probably for the Seahawks. Um, I feel like, I mean, I feel like he made a stint with the bears. I could just be thinking of someone totally different and he might not be the guy that caught that first touchdown from that Trubisky guy.
3: Okay. Well, I guess I got Pat McAfee If you're ready to come into the game here, if you're uh... (laughs)
4: <laughs> i think i don't know if Bennett yeah Bennett it might be a little too late i i i don't know my gut something says jimmy graham but i don't know if that's right or not
3: go with what you want to go with michael i got
0: i have nothing okay we'll just check in with jimmy graham all right we're definitely going to blow this lead has checked in with jimmy graham and the law firm of meyer galloway and warren what do you guys got
1: so it was, a, it, was, it was a Monday night football game against the Vikings. Um, and it was, uh, I just, I, I thought he was going to be good. So I was watching a lot of Trubisky football. Um, so it went to Zach Miller and not the Zach Miller you're thinking of, but the other Zach Miller. Um, so yeah, we went with Zach Miller.
0: One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Zach Miller, the Zach Miller I was thinking of. I'm not sure why you would think of the other Zach Miller. I mean, it wasn't there one that played for the Seahawks. Yeah. So not that guy. Uh, And Jimmy Graham is currently currently Ah, currently on the bears. Well, see, he did make a trip to the bears then. Yeah, he did currently. He's there Uh, in 2017. So Miller was there for four seasons, or at least he had was under contract for four seasons Uh, in 2017. Game against New Orleans Saints, Miller dislocated his knee while attempting to catch a potential touchdown pass. The injury was severe and threatened potential leg amputation. But successful surgeries saved the limb. He retired from football in April 2019 after missing the entire 2018 season.
3: Well, we can't blow a lead if we don't get one.
0: So there we go. Great thought. I mean, I was going to bring that up at some point, but you beat me to it. (laughs) All right, let's move on to question five. Nickname is The Shed. Foul ball to his groin
1: last year. Ruptured testicle. The hell? Ouch. I didn't know we were going Grey's Anatomy on this. All right. um... My favorite haiku. We'll check it in. All right, the law firm's checked in.
0: We're definitely going to blow something. Maybe not a lead, but something. Uh, You guys can talk it out.
4: I'll ask again. How's your baseball? <laughs> I remember seeing something about this. Uh, I'm I'm not going to come up with the name though. I'll help you out. It's it's Mitch. Yep. Yeah, okay. All right. Maybe maybe it's a curveball. Maybe his last name's is Mitch. Why wasn't there a Scott Mitchell question in here? Oh, or a Kevin Mitchell? Freddie Mitchell. Who knows? Yeah, deep left center to Mitchell. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna have to look this video up now. Yeah, it sounds painful. Really? You want to watch this? <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, I'm definitely not coming up with this one. I don't have anything on this
3: either. So we're uh, we're a sad sack here, which is also what his was. So.
2: <laughs>
3: I mean, we know that we know that Kevin Mitchell's a baseball player. He retired long before this happened. I bet
1: came out of retirement and this is how it went (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know
3: i
4: i I have nothing
3: yeah this is pretty sad but uh we're we're gonna go down big here um mitch mitchell let's go with mitch mitchell that's a great name that's probably that's probably it chances are that's it i mean if it's not it it should be because of the the category (laughs) for sure yeah we're going mitch mitchell
0: all right, we're definitely going to blow something is checking in with the joke answer I would have come up with, Mitch Mitchell, law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. What do you guys have?
2: The only reason I would have known this, I'd never heard of the nickname The Shed, but he is a Mariner, and he had an unfortunate injury last year, so we went with Mitch Haniger.
0: One team will be getting points. The correct answer is Mitch Hanniger. Uh, So, the nickname The Shed is because um, they call him a five-tool player. Yeah. He's got lots of tools in The Shed. After the first quarter, we have the following scores. Law Firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren currently have 130 with the lead. Over, we're definitely going to blow this lead with 90. Today's second quarter will be You're My Boy Blue 5-on-5.
3: 5-on-5. For this quarter, there will be 5 categorized lists containing 5 items each, where each item is worth 10 points. The teams will attempt to guess as many items as they can. However, if a team has an incorrect guess, they will receive 0 points for that list.
0: List 1. I want you to give me the five Toronto Blue Jays with the most games played for the team.
1: All right, let's let's check that in, Josh.
0: Okay. All right, the law firm is checked in, so we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out and let me know what your answers are.
3: So, uh, Michael, how are you with baseball? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Um. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm amazing on baseball. I just feel like if you say some names out there, I can confirm whatever it is you have to say. All
3: right. All right. Well, I think that this list is going to have a couple recent names, but I think a lot of these are going to be older names. They haven't really kept a lot of people on the team lately, but they had some players like back in the eighties that were with them for, for a long time. Um, I'm pretty positive that, Tony Fernandez is going to be on here. And Carlos Delgado is going to be on here. I think Joey bats has gotten up there. Jose Bautista. Oh
4: yeah. That guy from the eighties. Yeah. Well, there's <laughs> I to be a couple, a couple know, recent I know, I
3: know. names, but uh, so the other names I'm throwing around, I, I think Vernon Wells will be on it.
4: Oh yeah. Good old V Wells. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Um,
3: I'm I'm confident in the first three I said, I'm fifty fifty on Vernon Wells, and then the other names are going to be names like, um, like Rance Mullinix and, um, um, Ernie Witt, um, uh, Lloyd Mosby, George Bell, all those guys that played back in the, in the eighties.
4: Um, I don't know if I want to throw one of their names on there or not. Yeah, do what you think, and then um, hopefully you know Eric goes for all five, and you know misses one. All right, so
3: let's let's go with Batista, Delgado, Fernandez, and Wells. Just go with those four.
0: All right, we're definitely going to blow this lead. Is checked in with Fernandez, Delgado, Wells,
2: and Batista. And Law Firm, what do you guys got? Our conversation was very similar. Uh, Eric was throwing out names and I was just sitting there uh, listening. So if Eric was, I did talk him out of checking in five or yeah, checking in five, but I'll let Eric discuss.
1: Yeah. So my fifth one was, uh, was George Bell. Um, But my four are are four. I'm sorry. Are exactly the same. We have Delgado Wells, Batista and uh, Tony Fernandez.
0: Both teams will be receiving points. Those are four of the five. Dan did say the fourth on the list, as well as listing off most of the rest of the top 10. Uh, So number one is Tony Fernandez with 1,450 games. Carlos Delgado's number two. Vernon Wells, number three. Lloyd Mosby, number four. And Jose Bautista rounds out the top five with 1,235 games. Ernie Witt is number six. George Bell, number seven. Rance Molinick's number eight. Willie Upshaw, number nine, or tied for eighth. And then number 10, Joe Carter.
3: I I used to collect baseball cards in the 80s. So I've seen all those names many, many, many times. And I just remember they kept playing for the Blue Jays. Those names were always on the Blue Jays. So...
2: I used to pick boogers in the
0: eighties. So I did that too. So list number two, I want you to tell me the people, the five retired numbers of the Seattle Seahawks are four. I will check in. All right. Law firm has checked in. So we're, we're definitely gonna blow. What do you guys, uh, you guys can talk it out let us know what your answer is.
3: All right, Michael. Um, so the one
4: you were trying to think of was uh was who was the one you were trying to think of um Oh uh the only one I was questioning was would they ever would they have retired Sean Alexander's number?
3: I don't know if they have yet. Yeah. That's that's
4: a stretch. Yeah, that's that's Okay, so they've they, they they've they've definitely done Cortez Kennedy, right? I would think so. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Steve Largent for sure. Yes, yes. Um, And then we thought Walter Jones for sure. Yeah, that's and then they did something stupid up there with the 12th man. And the way that the question was worded, the people for whom the number was retired. Mm -hmm. I think I think they retired the number 12 for the 12th man. Yeah, that's
4: just something they do. (laughs) Right. I didn't actually know it was retired till you said something that's. um... Yeah, Yeah, good for them. Yeah, that's good on them. That's yeah. fine. They've one they have one more Super Bowl than my team does. So mm, yeah. All right. With you there. Are
3: you, are we go with those four.
4: Uh yeah, for sure. I, I don't know if there's a fifth one where we can pull out, but yeah. I
3: mean, we need to get the points. I mean, yeah, yeah hopefully yeah, they'll yeah. screw one up. Who knows? We're gonna go with Cortez Kennedy, um uh Steve Largent, Walter Jones, and uh, the fans.
0: Okay. We're definitely going to blow this lead. It's going with Jones, Kennedy, Largent,
2: and fans. And Law Firm, what do you guys got? Uh, yeah, we also got to get Kennedy, Largent, uh, Walter Jones, and the the 12th man fans, which I also agree is kind of a dumb thing they do. Um, and then I was brain farting on the last one. Eric threw out a safety from the 80s that kind of shook something in my mind. So we checked in with Kenny Easley as the fifth one.
0: Both teams will be receiving their points. Kenny Easley is the fifth that uh, we're definitely gonna blow this lead did not have. Nor would I, I, there's no way I was coming up with that. So Kenny Easley's 45, Walter Jones, number 71, Cortez Kennedy, 96, Steve Largent, 80, and yes, the fans, number 12. So I had to word this question in an odd way because it's not just one person; it's all the people. So <laughs> that's why when I first said the five people, I was like, "Oop, nope, that is not what I wrote, and that is not correct." So,
3: Josh, you have your number retired. That's a that's amazing, man. That's a-
2: I do, yeah. <laughs> I was at the game where we we broke the record against the the Saints on Monday Night Football for crowd noise. That was pretty nuts. And then I think the Chiefs broke it the next season, but it's loud there for sure.
1: The bills tried to do it, and they fell so short.
0: <laughs> All right, list number three. I want you to give me the last five Duke Blue Devils men's college basketball players selected in the top three of the NBA draft. All right, check it. Check it in. All right, law firm is checked in. Uh, we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: All right. So. Michael, I really think Kyrie Irving is too early for this.
4: I mean, now that we're naming off names, I guess so. Um, I mean, Jabari Parker went since then. Um,
3: Okafor went since then. And I think those guys might be a little too early too. I mean, I can name three at least that have gone since then. So Zion. I've heard of him. Yeah, i have heard of him. Mm Um. R.J. Barrett. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pretty sure Jason Tatum went number three.
4: Maybe. <laughs> I just... Uh, Could have been? I... Yeah, I don't know. In in general, Tatum very much flew under my radar, so I don't really know much about him. Zion Williamson,
3: R.J. Barrett, and Jason Tatum, I think, are three safe ones. Okay. So we'll check in um, Zion Williamson,
0: um, R.J. Barrett, and Jason Tatum. Okay, we're definitely going to blow this lead. It's checked in with Williamson, Barrett, and Tatum. And Law Firm, what do you guys got?
2: Uh, Yeah, so we threw out Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett pretty quickly. So they were one and three in the same draft. Uh, And then we came up with Marvin Bagley. Jason Tatum and Brandon Ingram to round out the list.
0: <sighs> Brandon Ingram is going to be right. Both teams I'm... are getting points. Uh, the law firm did name all five. Zion Williams, <laughs> Wyatt Williamson was number one overall in 2019. Same draft. R.J. Barrett was third. Marvin Bagley Jr. was drafted second overall in 2018. Jason Tatum was third overall in 2017, and Brandon Ingram to the Los Angeles. That's Lakers. annoying. <laughs> it was picked second overall in 2016. Uh, Dan, you were right that Julia Okafor, Jabari Parker, and Kyrie Irving would be just off the list. They were the next three. Uh, and then Jay Williams and Mike Dunleavy back in 2002. So it, it made a jump after Kyrie in 2011 all the way to 2002 we're back-to-back Mike, picks
1: Mike Dunleavy love it yeah. Yeah, He was the
0: third
2: overall pick I knew there was a jump well, somewhere we almost yeah. we almost went with uh Kyrie but then Eric thought of the, the couple to replace him.
4: Yeah, I, I should have known Ingram I was okay with I was trading sure you're going, Ball, oh, is, but is, is
2: he not going to get is he not
0: going to get <laughs> I was okay with
4: trading Brawl, but I wasn't okay with trading Brandon Ingram Yeah
0: All right <laughs> Moving on to list four. Sorry, Michael, it's another baseball one. (laughs) Uh, I need you to give me the five Seattle Mariners with the most career hits for the team. We can check in. All right, we're definitely going to blow this leads checked in. So law firm, you guys can talk
2: it out. I was just telling Eric, I probably should have looked at a list like this knowing I was coming on here, but I didn't. So uh, <laughs> the, the jump out first are Ichiro and probably my favorite Mariner. Well, it's tough. Him and Griffey are, are pretty much tied for but Edgar Martinez. Griffey comes to mind, but he was in Cincinnati for a pretty long stretch. Uh, Kyle Seeger's been there a I, while now.
1: I think Griffey was there long enough, though, to – with the way he played, I mean,
2: he the way he played, and the Mariners haven't been around that long. And whenever they bring in supposedly good people, they're not good until they leave again. So, I, I mean, I feel comfortable going Griffey.
1: Okay, I don't like a for this, he wasn't no, there nearly long enough. He got, he got um, the
2: bag from Texas way too soon in his career,
1: yeah. And then uh, I know Harold Reynolds was there for a long time. But that was going back, you know.
2: Yeah, he was there for oh, I a mean, while in the '80s. Pretty.
1: Yeah, so I I, I like I, I like the five we put together of um, Ichiro, Edgar Martinez, Griffey, Seeger, and Buner. Yeah, um, I mean, unless you think like somebody like Ibanez can sneak in there, but I
2: mean, when I think Mariners, those are pretty much the five I think of for at least for my my generation. Some yeah. some early guys in the seventies or eighties that were missing, but I can't think of any that would, would have been good enough. They were very bad back then, even worse than they are now. So
1: Yeah. So I mean, do you wanna go with the five? Do you want is there anybody you don't like on
2: there? I'll say we got a lead. Let's risk it. Let's check in with five. All right. All right.
1: We're gonna go with uh Martinez, Ichiro, Griffey, Seeger, and Buner.
0: Hey, law firms checked in with Ichiro Martinez, Griffey Jr., Seeger, and Buhner. Uh, And we're definitely going to blow this lead. What would you guys get?
4: So I – yeah, yeah. So I gave all of these to Dan, and he just helped me with the fifth one. Um, Michael, you know all about baseball, so. (laughs) (laughs) But um, our list is pretty similar to theirs. We went Ichiro Martinez, King Griffey Jr., Buner and Seeger the same exact list the similar same list. <laughs>
1: that's
4: a pretty pretty similar
3: I wouldn't have come up with Seeger except um, he and his brother uh, are from the county where I work the county schools where I work. They had a pretty prolific career out here so uh, we kind of follow them so
2: yeah he's been there for a long time he's he's been probably one of the best mariners ever even though he's
0: got that national name.
2: Both teams will be getting their points.
0: Those are the top five. Mm -hmm. Uh, Number six was Alvin Davis. Seven is Raul Abanez. Number eight, Golden Gopher, Dan Wilson. Uh, Number nine, Harold Reynolds. And number 10, Alex Rodriguez. So the top nine had at least 1,000 hits. Uh, Rodriguez only had 966. And just for reference, Ichiro had (laughs) 2,542 Just a couple more. So a couple. Just you know, a couple. I was actually kind of surprised Jay Buhner was on there. Well, he was that guy struck out a lot. He was there for
2: a long time, though. That's true. That's true.
0: I guess even a, a two twenty average will get you enough hits when you play there long. Yeah, especially
2: for an organization like that that doesn't have much history. The former Yankee Jay Buhner. I
0: can't believe you traded
2: yep. Jay Buhner. It's <laughs> the only thing I think of every time
1: I.
0: <laughs> All right list number
1: five
0: is hockey any better for you michael Ooh, a mm. little bit i'm out so, so once again we're in the you're my boy blue category list five i need the five st louis blues who have the most career goals for the team <laughs> there goes michael <laughs> <laughs> oh boy <sighs> Hey, so that that's how good of uh
2: that's how good hockey is for him. Okay.
1: I want to give it another second to sit in my
2: head. Yeah, whenever you I mean I was out after one. So Yeah. <laughs> the, the,
1: the, 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 there's some I'm sure of. There's just one that is on the brink. So uh whatever, we'll check it
0: in. Hey, okay, law firm of Meyer, Galloway and Warren has checked in, so we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out. There's not a lot
3: to talk out here. Um, no, Brett Hall for sure. Um, uh, what's his name? It's hockey. So is it okay if I just go Sutter?
1: No, that's the only name it's not okay with. Uh, There's forty-five of them. I'll allow it. Oh, of course you would. But I think Dick, it's I think it's, Bri- I think it's
3: Brian. <laughs> I, I think it's Brian, but I, if I don't have to say it, I'm not going to. Um, wow, there aren't a my blues knowledge is not great. Mm. Michael, how about you? Anybody's? <laughs> my blues knowledge is, I know more about the blues, like the actual musical Sick. style, than <laughs> the team. <laughs> I may know more yeah. about the uh, University of Wisconsin-Eau Claire Blue Golds than mm. the than the blues. Keith Kachuk might be up there, but I don't know if I want to. We need the points. They're gonna. Uh, I hate this. I don't want to lose points if we don't have to. But I'm not gonna. I don't. I'm. I'm positive Maybe on Hall, and I'm eighty percent on Sutter. So yeah, that's all I got. Yep,
4: that's all I got.
0: Well, if, if you if pretty, you agree, I think maybe we just
4: need to pretty pretty cut and dry. Let's just check it in. Yeah, check those two in. All right.
0: All right. So we're definitely gonna blow this lead. Let's check it in with Brett Hull or Hull and Sutter or Suter, whichever however you want to say it. And law firm. What do you guys got?
1: So it's Brett Hull's number one. Um, I think by a lot. Um, then there's I'm trying to go in order You um, can do it in order This is sad uh, okay. Bernie Federico um, And then we have Sutter, Brian Sutter Gary Unger And the last one was the only one I was in positive on um, I had it down to either Kachuk, Dimitra Or Tarasenko And I decided to go with Tarasenko um, So that's our five and of course, the 50 picked was the fifth on the list.
0: Kidding, <laughs> Brett Hull with 527. Bernie Federko, 352. Brian Sutter, Gary Unger, and Vladimir Tarasenko. Tarasenko had 214. Uh, Keith Kachuk, 208. David Backus, 206. Pavel Dimitra, 204. Ooh. Alex Steen, uh, and Red Berenson round out the top ten.
3: Nice. Glad I didn't say Kachuk, but dang it. This is because we broke the record last week, isn't it? It is.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Heading into halftime, we have a score change. Law Firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren have 370. We're definitely going to blow this lead, even though they haven't had a lead and they might not have a lead. We'll see. Uh, They're down 100 at 270. Uh, It is now time for the old school halftime show.
3: It is now time for the halftime show. There will be five entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 20 points.
0: Question one: Luke Wilson portrays Roger Goodell in what 2015 movie?
3: Anybody having a hard time seeing Luke Wilson as Roger
0: Goodell? Mm-hmm. We can check in. All right, we're definitely going to blow this lead. It's checked in law firm. You guys can talk it out. <laughs> s-
1: s- I don't think it's CTE and me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: He said the movie, oh, boy. the movie about concussions. That's what came to mind. <laughs> yeah. <I'm...
1: laughs> so like Will Smith was in yeah, it, right? Does that ring a bell? It does. I've
2: never seen it. It might just be called concussion.
1: I thought it was. I just want to make sure it's not like concussion, like colon. No, I think it's. My head, my head. Think... Colon concussion would suck.
2: <laughs> 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 I think it is just concussion. I would be that okay. in.
1: All right. Let's, uh, Let's let's just go with concussion. All right, law
0: firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren's checked in with concussion. Uh, we're definitely going to
4: do something. What do you guys got? Eventually. Yeah, we we came up with the same thing, concussion. Both teams will be getting points.
0: The correct answer is concussion. Uh, Wilson was also the sex class instructor in Blades of Glory. Uh, <laughs> all right. Good flavor, text. <laughs> sports movie question two will ferrell appeared as jackie moon his character from semi-pro in the sports illustrated swimsuit issue with what foreign supermodel i think so dan all right let's let's check it in all right uh we're definitely going to blow this lead or maybe i should say it we're definitely going to blow this lead yeah it might be more what you could actually blow at this point you don't have no. to rub it in, Bomb back. We we know no, sorry, we know very sorry, well,
3: very well where we are right now. All right. Well, anyway, they've checked. I should have never told Eric about last
0: week's game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, law firm. What do you guys got?
2: Uh, I can talk it out. I, I'm pretty sure it's Heidi Klum. Well, she's from Germany, and she was big around that time it came out. So
1: I feel like it would have to be a, a more well known. Or else, then what's the point? Check in with Heidi Klum.
0: All right, law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren. Checked in with Heidi Klum, and we're definitely gonna blow this lead. What do you guys got? I'm pretty sure it's Heidi Klum. That's what we did. That's what we said. At least so. Correct answer is Heidi Klum. This was in 2008, where they appeared together, and Klum appeared on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue in 1998. Question three. In Dodgeball, a true underdog story, what is the name of Vince Vaughn's character's gym? And for a and for bonus points, what is Vince Vaughn's character's name? I will give you five points for first and five points for last
1: name. Yeah, we're gonna check in.
0: All right, Lawfern's checked in. Gonna blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
1: Go ahead, Michael.
4: <laughs> um <clears throat> it's actually um I play a video game, a sports video game called Rocket League. And um, the two teams, if we're playing, you know, with a bunch of friends, the two teams are the two teams from dodgeball. So I knew Average Joe's was the team. (laughs) And then, yeah, Dan came up with the name.
3: um, It's just one of those last names that I remember, and I had to remember what his first name was. It's uh, Peter LaFleur.
0: Okay, so we're definitely going to blow this leads. Checked in with Average Joe's and Peter LaFleur. And law firm of Myra Galloway and Warren, what do you guys got?
1: So, yes, it's it's Average Joe's Gymnasium, and um, it's Peter LaFleur. Both teams will be getting the full 30 points for this one.
0: Question four. In what movie, which was Jeremy Piven's first, did he play a football playing bully who tormented the titular character played by Corey Haim?
1: We can check in. Mm-hmm.
0: Law firms checked in. We're definitely gonna blow this lead. You guys can talk it out. Oh, uh, I I'll get
3: there. Um dang, unless you know it off the top of your head. No. Shoot, what was his what was the name of that movie? Um it's a one word name. It's the kid's name. <sighs> Obviously, Rudy. Yeah, it's not. It's not ready. <laughs> no. it might be a little too little. It might be a little too little too late for this. But um, hold on.
0: Well, Dan's gone full mind palace.
3: It's Lucas.
0: All right, <clears throat> we're definitely gonna pull his leads. Checked in with Lucas. And law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. What do you guys got?
1: It's uh, yeah, '80s movie with um, I, I don't know the girl's name from Goonies, but uh, Charlie Sheen, Winona Ryder. Um, it's Lucas.
0: Both teams again getting points. The correct answer is Lucas. Uh, in the movie Cars, Piven voices Harve Lightning McQueen's agent, who is never seen on screen, interacting with Lightning McQueen only over the telephone in his friend Max trailer.
1: Random flavor text on
0: that. <laughs> sports adjacent movie, you know. I know it's of, just it's know. just <laughs> uh, Jeremy Piven hasn't been in a lot of things with sports, so you know. Question five: In the movie Whip It, Juliette Lewis plays what character whose name is a play on an English heavy metal band that has been together since 1975? We'll check in. Okay, law firms check in. So we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: All right. So I just, we're pretty positive that the band has got to be Iron Maiden, which would have been a perfectly good name for a character in a roller derby movie. But you said that it was a play on that name. So it had to be something else. And now I think it needs to keep the first name Iron, because if you just add the maiden to it, it's not going to work as well. It needs to keep Iron. Iron. So um we were trying to think of other words that could possibly go with that. And one that just popped into my mind as they checked in and I typed it out at the end, there was one that is another name for, for a woman. And we went with, or we didn't go with because we haven't checked it in yet. But Michael, I think agrees is Iron Maven. Do you think that sounds? Uh, yeah. If it's not, they should change it to that. Yeah, exactly. That's what I think. So mm-hmm. we're gonna check in with Iron Maven.
0: All right, we're definitely going to blow this lead is checked in with iron maven and law firm do you want to wait for your partner to come back or are you going to give your answer
1: we I, I, I can give it um that was I, I kid you not the exact conversation we had we I I, I sent to him it's got to be iron maiden I'm like was a play on maven or maiden and he's like well maybe it's on iron I'm like nope I think it has to stay with iron. <laughs> and then go with something else. So I threw out Iron Raven um, and Maven, and I was ready to go with Iron Raven. And then he said, no, I like Maven better. So we went with (laughs) Iron Maven.
4: Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
1: Both teams, well, so Michael,
0: they don't have to change it because that was the name of the character. Both teams getting points. (laughs)
1: That's insane.
0: It is Iron Maven. Uh, Juliet Lewis also had a small role in the 1995 movie Basketball Diaries.
4: Raven sounded so much better, guys. You should have went with it. I totally wouldn't have. You should have. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, clean sweep of the halftime for both teams. Point differential hasn't changed, but the totals have. Uh, heading into the second half, the law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren have 480 points, and we're definitely going to blow this lead is at 380 points
3: we'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on facebook instagram and twitter at benchwarmers tp we also have a facebook group for fans of the pod called the bench join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast.
0: Thanks. It's now time to get on to the second half. Today's third quarter will be, we're going streaking, David and David V. Goliath. David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of five
3: pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, each team will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 20 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points.
0: Question one, David. On January 19th, 1974, what men's college basketball team ended UCLA's 88 game winning streak that started on January 30th, 1971? Question one, Goliath. Name two of the three teams that UCLA beat in the national championship games during this streak. All right, we'll check in. Okay, we're definitely going to blow this lead. has checked in, so law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren, you guys can talk it out?
2: Nope. (laughs)
1: So like I said, the reason I know the one was um, Villanova, but um, the other one, I think there were some random teams. There were some other teams like Kentucky that they beat. um, But I think this was looking at this list in the past. I know there was a stretch of a bunch of random teams that you wouldn't think were really any good or not even great, but yeah. um,
2: Not the powerhouse.
1: No, like Dayton, I believe was one of the teams when I looked at this list. But right in that area, there was.
2: Do you think it's not even Power Five? or? I think one of them was. Give me a second.
1: All right. So it's either Purdue or Florida State.
2: Hmm.
1: I do said we go. Two of the
2: three. Maybe Maybe you have all three. Or do you think it's one of the other?
1: No, no. I I think. I can't, I can't remember if it's Purdue was before or after Villanova. Villanova was like the 71. Season, So that was the first one. Purdue is either before or after it. So
2: we're looking for 72 or 73.
1: Yeah. So I say we go Villanova and Florida State for Goliath. Okay. Let's
2: check
1: that in. I'm willing
0: to take that risk. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The law firm has checked in with Villanova and Florida State. And we're definitely going to blow this lead. What do you guys got?
3: once we discovered what the, uh, the years of the streak were, I knew one of them right away because it was the year I was born. So I, you know, I know a lot of sports facts from the year I was born and UCLA beat Memphis state in 73. And um, I don't know. I, I know for a fact that during that stretch where they won all those championships, they beat a different team every year. And, I remember quite a few of them on there and I wasn't sure where they all were. And then I saw Eric's sweatshirt and decided to just go with Villanova.
0: So we're definitely going to, we're definitely going to blow this lead checked in with Memphis state and Villanova. I mean, let me rephrase. I knew Villanova was one of
3: the teams that they beat in that streak. I just went with the one that I saw sitting in front of me.
0: So let's start with the answer to the David. Uh, So the team that ended the streak was Notre Dame, and coincidentally, the streak began after losing to Notre Dame on January 23rd, 1971. I remember hearing that. Notre Dame bookended the 88-game winning streak. And the correct answers to uh, question one, Goliath are Villanova in 71, Florida State in 72, and Memphis State in '73. When was both Purdue? Do you have that? Give me a second. Yes, it was a couple years before Villanova. I pulled up the Jacksonville list at one point. I know that Jacksonville was the was the one right before the streak. So okay. of their of this, what do they have? Seventh straight.
3: They beat both the Duke and North Carolina in that not in that whole stretch. So but in, I think they had in their one whole stretch, where
0: they were only interrupted twice. So, from 64 to 75, they beat Duke, Michigan, Dayton, North Carolina, Purdue, Jacksonville, Villanova, Florida State, Memphis State, and Kentucky.
4: So, my two picks were, like, right outside both ways. <laughs> yep.
0: So, well, well, well done. Sorry, Missworker. Dan and Michael, that you won't be gaining any points, but hey, you didn't Drop back any more points for that first
1: question. That question gave me a headache.
0: That question gave me a headache, but nobody's going to know why. (laughs) Question two, David. What team was Joe DiMaggio playing against when he went 0-3 for and ended his 56-game hitting streak? Question two, Goliath. Who previously held the record for most consecutive games with a hit at 44 games, which was set in 1897? Where's Matt when you need him?
3: Michael, do you want me to confer with you? Nope. I'll check in.
0: All right, we're definitely going to blow this lead. Has checked in. uh Law firm, you guys can talk it out.
1: The only reason I have an idea of this is because I've looked at this list.
2: I don't have anything for you.
1: Only thing that's tripping me up is I thought the the guy that was second was um, I thought it was forty five games and not forty four. But the one I I remember being that old, it was his last name's. I'm um, spacing on the first one. Something with a maybe Bill Will. We'll just go with the last name of uh, uh, Keeler. Keeler Keeler Keeler. Yeah, let's let's check in for Goliath with Keeler. Law
0: Firm of Myra Galloway and Warren has checked in with Keeler. And we're definitely going to blow this lead. What did you guys come up with?
3: Shocking. No one at all. It was Wee Willie
0: Keeler. Both teams getting the Goliath points. However, I am going to have to reread the question. Because, Eric, you're correct. It was
1: 45, right?
0: It's 45. Yeah. Rose had 44
1: That's why I knew it was 45 Mm -hmm. because Rose has four. Yes. Never. Whatever.
0: Um, Well, uh, we'll just make the correction note here. I'm not going to reread it. That's so Eric was correct. Uh, We Willie Keeler's streak was actually 45 games, not 44, as was read in the question. Because otherwise you have to do really crazy editing to edit out what you said. And let's not bother with that.
4: That's why I couldn't come up with it.
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Right. I gave you the wrong. We had the wrong number in here
1: sorry <laughs> it's better that we catch it now than you know on the bench where somebody's like you know
0: yes no a- absolutely this is the best time that's you know uh question two david the correct answer for uh what team did dimaggio end his streak against it was the cleveland indians question three david Brett Favre holds the record for the most consecutive starts by an NFL player with 297 games. What current quarterback has the most consecutive starts for an active player? Hint: His consecutive starts equals about 25 starts per child he has. Question 3 Goliath. What college did the quarter what college did the quarterback attend who started for an injured Brett Favre on December 13th, 2010 to end the streak?
2: Yeah, right, we can check in.
0: Law firm has checked in. Uh, we're definitely going to blow this lead. Uh, well, you guys can talk it out.
3: Having such a hard time remembering who the the backup quarterback for the Vikings was. I mean, they had like four quarterbacks on that team, and Joe Webb was one of them. Spurgeon. Yeah, Spurgeon. <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was Tavares Jackson. <laughs>
4: okay yeah Jeez. that's that
3: I think he completely completely left my my mind for some reason now where did he go to school um, it was a uh, it was a I want to say it was a black college in the south um, where did he go I mean we have the
1: we have the first one
3: yeah
4: I don't know if the Mind Palace. I don't know if it's in the Mind Palace.
1: Check behind that stack of books.
4: Wouldn't have been something like UAB, right? No, but...
3: Hold on. It was in Alabama, though. Um,
4: Does Alabama State sound right? (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like... um, It sounds like... uh, It's not even one of the top ones, I think. of. (laughs) Like... I grew up next to Troy State, which is now Troy. Right.
3: And um, in, in Alabama State it's not a historically black university either, I don't
4: think. But that jumped out at me when you said UAB. Growing up in Alabama, I wouldn't have even thought of Alabama State. The, if it popped in your head, it popped in for a reason. Watch it not be Tavares Jackson. I, th- I think it was Tavares Jackson, but watch I think it, it not is. be. I think it, I think it is. All right just do it okay we'll we'll go Alabama State
0: hey we're definitely gonna blow this lead has checked in with Alabama State and law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren what do you guys got
1: so I I thought it was Tavares Jackson but in the back of my head for a minute I thought it might may have been Joe Webb but I don't think Webb would have started there so we went with Figured it was Tavares Jackson. And I, you know, if you've listened to any of the games I've hosted, you know that I love obscure colleges where players go to. Um, and I knew for right away, it was Alabama State. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, yay, but.
4: <laughs> now I hope it's
2: web. I also I was thought it was a good. historically black
0: university, but. And guess what Alabama State is. Is it a historical
4: black university? Okay. And is it is also the correct answer.
0: And it is the correct answer. <laughs> But Let's talk about the David before I get too far away. Uh, the answer to the current, the active current player with the most consecutive starts is? Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers. Phillip Rivers. Uh, his streak is at 260 as of week seven of the 2020 season, and he has nine children. Mm. Uh, Jackson was drafted with the final pick of the second round of the 2006 NFL draft by the Minnesota Vikings. So both teams are getting their fifty points. Rest in peace, by the way. Yeah. The pod didn't do him in before this.
3: It was before this.
0: It was before us. It's yeah. not
3: our it's not us. He had some he had some decent years in uh Seattle too. He was in Buffalo for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he was. I don't, I
0: don't know, know if he
3: was years. ever decent. Did, okay. did both he did both he and Percy Harvin get a Super Bowl? Yeah.
2: Uh yeah. Harvin for sure. Harvin did, yeah. Because he returned the kick. Jackson did. Second half. He was the backup. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's just great. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Way to make yourself feel worse, Dan. Question four, David. The Boston Celtics won eight straight NBA championships between 1959 and 1966. What player coach replaced Red Auerbach when he retired as the Celtics coach after the 65-66 season? Question four, Goliath. In the midst of this championship streak, the Boston Celtics became the first NBA team to start five African-American players. Name the five starters from that day.
1: Go ahead, Josh. You got it.
2: I hope I do. All right. We'll check it in. (laughs) Okay.
0: Law firms checked in, so we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out. I've got three of the five. (laughs) You need two more. I know. I mean, three of the five would have been pretty easy. I have
3: zero of the five. Well, one of the five is the answer to the David. Okay. So um, just just learn something. Bill Russell is one of the five. Casey Jones is one of the five.
1: I have his coach NBA hoops card. Hold on. Let me get it.
3: Tom Sanders is one of the five. I think there actually was a second Jones. So that's four, but I don't know if I'm going to get that fifth one. I think we just need to Here's the thing. If we go with the if we just go with the David, it'll put us at 550. It'll put us out of reach of of getting to the record and having a consolation record. But I don't think I'm coming up with the fifth one.
4: Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know.
3: All right. Well, I obviously I don't know it. So should we just go Bill Russell for Yeah, for for David. Unfortunately. Right. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We'll go David,
0: Bill All right. Russell. All right. We're definitely going to blow this lead has gone with the David with Bill Russell and law firm of Meyer
2: Galloway and Warren what do you guys got uh, I was never going to get to the five players and I don't think Eric was either so I just said check in Russell and that's what we went with. we went Bill Russell for the David all right both teams will be getting points
0: the correct answer to the David is Bill Russell Uh, When Russell became the head coach of the Celtics, he became the first African-American coach in any of the four major sports. And, Dan, you did have four of the five. Bill Russell, Sam Jones, Jones, Casey Jones, Tom Satch Sanders. Those four were all starters for the team. And Willie Knowles replaced the injured Tommy Heinzen for this game that was played on December 26th, 1964.
3: No, that wasn't even in there. I wouldn't have gotten it.
0: Moving on to question five, David. Wayne Gretzky holds the record for the most consecutive NHL games with at least one point at 51 games. What Pittsburgh Penguins scored in 25 consecutive games in 2010 for the longest point streak since 1992? Question five, Goliath. Gretzky set the consecutive points record in the 1983-84 season, and not surprisingly, he led the league in points that year. What teammate of his finished second in points that year?
1: We, we, can, we can check in.
0: All right, the law firm's checked in, so going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: The answers that are in play here are uh, Yari Curry, Glenn Anderson, and Paul Coffey. And I'm pretty sure it was Paul Coffee. So unless you in. want to stop me. Check it in. <laughs> All right. I'm going to check in Paul Coffee.
0: All right. We're definitely going to blow this leads checked in with Paul Coffee and law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. What do you guys got?
2: Go ahead, Josh. You can give
0: it. Oh, me, I, well, I had no
2: clue. <laughs> the guy I said probably wasn't even on that team because <laughs> Dan didn't mention him. No, he was. He was. We're gonna
3: we're gonna check in with Paul Coffey as well. Oh, Messier was on that team too. Is that who you were thinking
2: of? Yeah, that's who I typed in. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, the answer to the David uh, is Sidney Crosby. Yeah. Uh, Crosby was drafted number one overall in 2005 NHL Draft and was the first rookie to record 100 points and 100 penalty minutes in a season. <laughs> and the correct answer to the Goliath is, in fact, Paul Coffey. Gretzky had 205 points, uh, and Coffey had 126 points.
3: Also, he's right behind
0: him. So, right behind him <laughs> as second in the league,
1: just you
0: know, nipping at his heels. Uh, Coffee ranks second all-time among NHL defensemen in goals, assists, and points behind only Ray Bork. What do
2: defensemen get nowadays? Like Top defensemen probably scored just over Wait,
1: 50- It's 60 to 70, depending on type of defenseman.
0: So after the third quarter, we have the following scores. We're definitely going to blow this lead. Still hasn't had a lead, but they are at 600 points. And the law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren still has a 100-point lead at 700. That brings us to the fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up.
3: The fourth quarter known as Put Your Fours Up. This quarter consists of five categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total.
0: Earmuffs is the theme for today's fourth quarter. These questions will be about famous quotes in sports. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, college football. Question 2, Boxing. Question 3, NFL. Question 4, Media. Question 5, Baseball. It is now time for the teams to place their wagers.
1: Exactly.
2: All right, yeah, let's do that.
1: Okay, I'll send it to them. And I'll try to remember to switch the chat back to you. No promises. <laughs> now that the wagers are
0: in... On to the questions. Question one. After a fire broke out at Auburn's football dorm and burned 20 books, what rival head coach said, but the real tragedy was that 15 books hadn't been colored yet. In addition to coaching in the SEC, this coach is the only person to coach Duke to an ACC championship in football. All right, we're checked in. All right, the law firm has checked in, so we're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out. Read it one more time. After a fire broke out at Auburn's football dorm and burned 20 books, what rival head coach said, but the real tragedy was that 15 books hadn't been colored yet. In addition. Autom-
3: to- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I heard what there? I needed. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I automatically heard Alabama in there and not rival. Okay. I, I, I know who coached Duke. It was Spurrier. That, that makes more sense. Yeah. I, I don't know why I heard Alabama. I mean, you, you say well, Auburn. And then Auburn just, rival. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> That's why you heard
3: Alabama. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll go
0: Spurrier. For how many points? Uh, I'm 100. We're definitely going to blow this lead. Checked in with Spurrier for 100. And
2: law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren, what do you guys got? Uh, yeah, as soon as you finished the quote, I typed in Spurrier. I didn't know he was at Duke. Eric confirmed he was at Duke, so we checked in with Spurrier for 100. Both teams will be getting their 100 points.
0: Correct answer is Steve Spurrier. And Spurrier is the only person to win a Heisman Trophy. He did so in 1966 and coach a Heisman Trophy winner. Danny Werfel in 1996.
3: I don't remember a time when Steve Spurrier
0: wasn't talking. (laughs) (laughs) All right, our scores at the moment eight hundred to seven hundred. Moving on to question two, which was in boxing. Muhammad Ali was one of the best trash talkers of all time. True. For one of his fights, he said, "Quote: I've seen blank shadow boxing, and the shadow won." What boxer was Ali talking about?
4: (laughs) Check again.
2: Are you on the wrong chat? <laughs> uh, oh, boy. All right. All right here we're we go. We're definitely <laughs> going to blow
0: this lead. It's checked in. Um, Law firm, you guys can talk it out. because no, law apparently, firm is checked in. Huh?
3: Law firm's checked in, aren't they? We, we are? didn't check no, in.
0: Oh, we, you guys oh, checked in. <laughs> in. Oh, yeah. Michael checked you in. Okay, well, apparently oh. we're checked in. We're
1: checked in. <laughs> Chaos here in the fourth quarter.
0: So once again, <laughs> we're definitely going to blow this lead is checked in law firm. You can talk it out because apparently Eric doesn't know how to chat to the proper Josh. I told you
1: that I was I was going to try to switch it back and I <laughs> I immediately forgot. I don't have anything on this. Yeah, so I, I've sent you a couple things. <laughs> He said a couple things to me. I yeah, can't uh, comment. I don't I, know. I, I the first thing that came to my mind was George Foreman. Um, yeah. But then again, boxing. I I did actually just recently see something on Facebook. Somebody was selling a used George Foreman grill, so that could be why it popped in my head. I don't know. Um, but that's the. I mean, I don't have anything else other than that.
2: I mean, I'm fine with that. They, everything's just a wild guess at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's. Yeah, more I've or never or heard, like, heard this quote. It's it's a coin flip on whomever we pick here, so let's let's go with George Foreman. He was for, kind of lumbering. Let's do it. Yeah, let's, we're gonna check it with George Foreman for um. Hold on, what did I write down? Twelve points.
0: All right, law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren has checked in with George Foreman for twelve points, and we're definitely gonna blow this lead. What do you guys got?
4: I only had one single name in my head, and Dan confirmed it. Uh, it's Foreman.
0: And how many points did you guys wager? One hundred. Both teams will be getting their points again. The correct answer is George Foreman. As Eric was talking about the George Foreman Grill, Foreman yeah. sold the commercial rights to the George Foreman Grill for a hundred and thirty-eight million dollars in nineteen ninety-nine. And that for him, called it George. Got a bunch of kids. He needed the money. Yeah. So the game has gotten a lot tighter a 12 point and 100 point earned on that one. The law firm currently has 8,12, and going to blow this lead is up to 800. Question three in NFL. Joe theisman once said, "Nobody in football should be called a genius. A genius is a guy like Norman Einstein. While theisman was certainly no genius, he was a hell of a quarterback. Unfortunately, his career was cut short due to horrific injury while being sacked on Monday Night Football. What two Hall of Famers were in on the sack that broke Theisman's leg? I did send that to you, right? Yeah. <laughs> Let's. Can, 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 should we check in? Yep. Okay. All right. So, uh, definitely going to blow this lead. It's checked in. So, law firm, you guys can talk it out.
1: So, watch. I mean, I. I don't know if you've seen... Have you seen this, Josh?
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. mean, I've seen it once or twice a long time ago, but I tried to watch it.
1: Like, that kind of stuff doesn't really... I, I probably watch it more than I should. Because after, after it happened to Alex Smith, it was a very similar way. It was just, I'm like, I, I went back and watched the Theismann one a few times, and, and, I, and I can picture it. It was... 53 came in, and I think... I think that's Car- Carson um i don't know if he's a hall of famer he i mean he could be um he came up and came around and Thaisman stepped up and into lt who flipped him around and then somebody fell on him so that's why i'm thinking there's three
2: but, well lt and harry carson were my first two instincts so okay so let's let's go with that because i don't know if, who that third guy was all right let's do it
1: all right for 100 points okay law firm of meyer
0: galloway and warren have checked in with taylor and carson for 100 points We're definitely going to blow this lead. What do you guys got right away? Lawrence Taylor.
3: And then I'm, I'm watching that in my head too. And I saw number in my head. I see number 55 jump in, but whoever that was, wasn't a hall of famer, but the only other lineman that I could, or linebacker that I could remember that was a hall of famer from that team would be Harry Carson. So we went with those two for how many points. Um, that would be for 100.
0: All right, both teams are getting their points. The correct answers are Lawrence Taylor and Harry Carson. Uh, Harry Carson is the one he kind of, he got a hold briefly, like he kind of turned Thaisman a bit and then Thaisman stepped up and that's when LT grabbed him and brought him down. And it was Gary Reasons who kind of, who jumped on at the end um, of it. And while he is a hall of famer for college, he is not a pro football hall of famer.
1: So his leg was already broken though by the time he jumped on him, right? And he was already sacked. <laughs> yeah.
0: He was already right. oh it the leg was broken and he was down when, right. when Gary Reasons jumped on. So yeah. Because I was looking at this one as well, because there are the three who are technically sort of in on it, but at the main two, uh, from what I was reading was Harry Carson and then Lawrence Taylor. Score update. Each team got 100 more points. We're at 912 to 900 in favor of the law firm. Moving on to question four in media. Bob Casas asked Houston Oilers coach Bum Phillips why he brought his wife on every road trip in 1980. Because she's too ugly to kiss goodbye, Phillips responded. While this quip is certainly memorable, Bob Casas has been a part of numerous other memorable moments in his broadcasting career besides this one. However, one period he would probably like to forget is the 2014 Olympics when what caused him to be sidelined from the hosting duties for almost a week.
1: We, yeah, we're good. We can check that in.
0: All right, check it in. Law yeah. firms checked in. We're definitely going to blow this lead. You guys can talk it out.
3: Do you remember this?
4: What do you know about Bob Costas? <laughs> uh, that one guy in okay. the Olympics. <laughs> I... I damn this is unfortunate i remember he had something like benign but
3: contagious is what it was it was I... mm. no it was it was something like everyday but he couldn't be in there hand foot and mouth or or um like or pink eye or something like
4: that did someone talk to him that spit in his eye and he had to sit out for a week <laughs> there's a second spitter <laughs> it was roger mcdowell
1: Back into the left.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I really think it was something like that. I don't remember
4: the circumstances behind behind it, but I remember it was just something dumb. We're we're going we're generalizing a pink eye it could have been like something an, with his eye. I mean, like an he, eye infection or something like that. How Maybe is that he, was it? How is he gonna be? You know, he's gonna be seen on camera with like potentially his eyes bleeding out. Well, that makes sense. I didn't think about
3: that. <laughs> the, the, fact, the fact that he'd be on camera. It still could be seeping, even though it's. Man, we're talking about we're talking about eye seepage now. We, mm. gross, mm. a ruptured eye. What yeah, do you know oh, about eye oh, seepage? Oh. <laughs> we got eye seepage, and rupert, ruptured testicles. Ugh, gross. Ooh. That that makes sense actually. Now that you say that, I never thought about being on camera. If he had pink eye or an eye infection or something like that, he couldn't be on camera because it would be gross. Yeah,
4: they yeah they wouldn't allow it. That makes total sense now. I mean, that that actually, that sounds great. The, the more you well, talk doesn't about sound great it, at all, the, the, the seepage but... is, is amazing. Yeah.
3: So are we are we going to check in with eye seepage? <laughs>
4: no, 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 no. no um, Should we just go like eye infection? Yeah, I don't think it's going to have to be any more specific in that, would it? Maybe. I mean, he'll tell us if it does. I really want to do eye seepage, but no, I don't think we, <laughs> I'm going to think better of that. <laughs> what do you know about eye seepage? Um it's it's a leaky spot in my brain. <laughs> it's not as rough as a ruptured testicle.
0: All right. Oh, all right let's let's go with it. Let's do let's do it. Let's go with uh, with eye infection. Okay. All right, we'll check in <clears throat> with eye infection. I'm gonna need you to be more specific. Yeah. <laughs> it was
4: his right eye fact. Nope, no. Um, no. <laughs> okay, to be more specific with what. Then we the, definitely go with seepage. Do we, do we go pink eye then?
3: I, I think so. Yeah. All right. Pink, pink eye. eye. We'll go with pink eye. Or is it conjunctivitis? Do you need that? Is that what?
0: No, saying? no. That, that, we're fine there. You've been, you've been enough. You know, thorough enough.
3: For how many points? Um, One hundred.
0: All right, we're definitely going to blow this leaves checked in with pink eye for one hundred points
2: law firm of Meyer Galloway and Warren. what do you guys got? uh yeah, I remember seeing him making can hardly open his eye and he had full blown diseases pink eye. That's what we checked in with
0: the correct answer is ruptured testicle <laughs> oh <laughs> you keep me up more than a week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. The correct answer is in fact pink eye. If you had watched these Olympics and it wasn't just one eye, it was both eyes. And yes, one of them he could barely keep open. It was brutal and he looked terrible on camera. Thus he needed a week off.
3: Were his eyes seeping? (laughs) I don't
0: know if they were seeping, but they were very, very pink slash red. It was, I've never seen somebody with (laughs) Both eyes so inflamed with pink eye. Like usually, I see people with like one eye, like a kid. Oh, a kid's got it. He's got it in one eye. No, full-blown z.
1: I started going to trivia back in around 2014, and one of the first trivia nights I went to, one of the team names was Bob Costas's Pink Eye. <laughs> um, and just for, you know, because I deal with this a lot at work, um, Pink Eye, Dan, you're right. It's uh, once you start the drops, 24 hours after starting the drops, you're no longer technically contagious. But Josh, it can very easily go from one eye to the next. So I'm, sure why, yeah, I'm sure it can. I'm sure it can. But I've never seen somebody with such... Oh. Intense pink eye. Because normally what happens is, especially when we tell people at work, is like if you're starting the drops, um, even your other eye that's not having it, you're still putting it in both eyes. Like it's going in both eyes.
0: I mean, it's real easy, one, to scratch an eye and maybe scratch the other, like to rub the eyes in general. But I suppose even without that, it could just migrate, I suppose. Okay, we got one question left. But before we get there, a score update. Once again, both teams got their 100 points. Uh, Both teams are in the. Four digits, definitely going to blow this leads at a thousand and the law firm is at 1,012 going into our final question. Question five, which was in baseball, Michael's favorite. How do you feel about baseball? Michael (laughs) (laughs) question five. Uh, Of course we can't have a section of funny quotes without one from Yogi Berra. Baseball is 90% mental. The other half is physical. Is one of Barra's most famous quotes. But Barra didn't only make people laugh, he was a pretty good ball player, too. Barra is one of only six players to win the AL MVP three times. Name the other five players who have won the AL MVP three times. To help you out, here are the teams that each of them won their third MVP award with Red Sox, the Yankees for three of
1: the players. And the angels. All right. If you're good, I, th- I think we're good with the those original five then. Yeah, I like that. All right, we're gonna we're gonna check in. All
0: right, the law firm has checked in. Definitely gonna blow this lead. You guys can talk it out. All right, So the couple first couple ones you came up with, Michael. Because you,
3: you came up with some names here, so let's let's go with your baseball ones that you came up with first.
4: Sure. Yeah, we'll go um well trout and a rod. Yeah, so the angels, yeah,
3: trout. Makes sense for the angels. Um, I think he just did that, didn't he Not too long ago? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. And Arod is, I'm pretty sure that's right. Three for the Yankees puts me in DiMaggio and mantle territory. They didn't have this award until like the early thirties. So like the, like Gehrig and Ruth and all, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have had a chance to have gotten it. So that puts us with three Yankees and an angel, which means we need a red Sox player. And when I was thinking Ted Williams at first, and then it made me think Mm. he would have been battling up against DiMaggio and Mantle for a bunch of those awards. So I don't know if he got three and he took time off. The other name that I came up with was Jimmy Fox, avoid the clap, who I know he won like two out of the first three. Um, I was studying the Philadelphia A's this morning, by the way, and he won a couple with them. And I know he was a Red Sox player, and I, I'm pretty sure he won one with the Red Sox. So so I think we need to go Trout, DiMaggio, Mantle, A-Rod, and Fox for 100.
0: All right, we're definitely going to blow this lead. Is checked in with uh, Trout, Rodriguez, Mantle, DiMaggio, and Fox for 100 points. And the law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. What do you guys have?
1: So I honestly knew it's weird that old baseball wasn't the first one. I only one I was definite on was Jimmy Fox. So just, you know, process of elimination. We thought of, you know, three Yankees. And I knew based on that movie 61, I believe DiMaggio and Mantle won uh, a couple. I, I wasn't sure of how many. So we went with uh, DiMaggio Mantle. Um, and then I know Arod won three. Um, so we went with him and then Trout. Uh, Josh threw at me, and I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, So that was our five was uh, DiMaggio Mantle, Jimmy Fox, A-Rod, and Trout.
0: The same two answers, so no matter what happens, it doesn't change the outcome. But both teams will be getting their 100 points. The correct answers are Jimmy Fox, Joe DiMaggio, Mickey Mantle, Alex Rodriguez, and Mike Trout. Uh, Fox won as... Dan mentioned Fox won his first two MVPs with the Philadelphia Athletics. Uh, DiMaggio Mantle won all, both won all of their MVPs with the Yankees. Rodriguez won his first MVP with the Rangers and his other two with the Yankees. And Trout has won all three with the Angels. So the game has come to an end, and here are the final scores. We're definitely going to blow this lead, finished with a more-than-respectable One thousand one hundred points. However, our clipboard captains of the game will be receiving the coveted Kelly Holcomb Award with one thousand one hundred and twelve. The law firm of Meyer, Galloway, and Warren. Well played, guys. Well played. Good job. That was mostly
2: Eric.
1: No, that was an equal. That was an equal uh, contribution there, Josh. Great work. Oh, you're welcome.
2: Oh, wait,
0: <laughs> uh, once again, I would like to thank, uh, Chris Shen for providing much of the questions for this game and the inspiration for, for the other questions. I thought it was a pretty fun game with, with the different old school,
2: uh, topics, Josh and Michael, you guys have anything you guys would like to say before we uh, call it a day? Uh, no, I just like to say, thanks for having me on. It was a great time. Uh, been looking forward to a new sports trivia podcast coming out and you guys have been great to just uh caught up on your backlog on this week and signed up for the patreon afterwards so i'm glad to, to help you guys uh keep going with such a good show yeah well, we thank really you
3: so much for that we, we truly truly appreciate
2: that yeah
4: absolutely we
0: really appreciate it michael you got anything
4: oh um <laughs> yeah my 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 support for the podcast is larger than the knowledge on the podcast um i just enjoy the show and um i don't really have much else to say invite me back when scott hosts we can either do that or or so we we
0: haven't officially uh put out an episode yet of a um of a game
3: where you're the only person on the show
0: a home field well (laughs) one that but also a, a home field advantage game where we're gonna have people on where all the questions are in their wheelhouse, but that they have to take <laughs> on individually two bench warmers. But uh, but then you would get to hand pick specifically which you know like teams or league or eras you would want
1: mm. um that we you can do scrunching. all Matt Ryan stuff.
4: <laughs> he is uh ninth in total passing yards in the NFL.
1: See? <laughs> So
0: I mean, so that, that's another option where we, we could have you we could have you on for one of those. Um, Dan, Eric, you guys got anything else?
3: I mean, it's really hard to catch up when the other team doesn't miss anything. anything. Well, what, did you,
2: what, what did you miss two?
0: Well,
3: that was enough.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think Dan and I have had that where we missed two against Eric before, and it's like, yeah, if the you know, the other team doesn't miss things, it's it's hard to win
3: don't play a perfect game you can't win I mean that's you know what hey I'm I've been on record before I I honestly don't care if I win or lose it's it's all about having fun it's all about answering the questions it's all about having fun guests on and we had that today so you know you guys Josh Michael uh, thank you for coming on we this is nothing the show's nothing without without the guests and um, we sincerely appreciate anytime anybody takes the time to come on with us
1: yeah. Thank you guys so much. Um, I, again, I say this probably every time I, we have guests on, um, I never thought people would actually listen to us. I mean, my wife doesn't like listening to me and yet, you know, you know what I mean? So, um, but no, thank you guys for your support and, um, thanks for coming on today. Yeah,
0: definitely. A big thank you to you guys for coming on and not only coming on, but also being uh, Patreon supporters. Uh, and thank you to Chris, who's also a Patreon supporter. Um, but with that, just one I last just, thing, Josh, oh, yeah, one ahead, last Dan. thing.
3: The, uh, the, the the silver lining here, if you if you if you want to see it, if you really want to see it, and I, I I'll 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 see it, is uh, JJ no longer owns the record. So,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> it, it, I, it was I love was a little you, JJ, motivated. I love
2: you.
0: <laughs> All right, well, with that, I would like to final finally say thanks for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm.